whatever the fuck you're listening to. Yeah, whatever time it is when you have your podcast. Good day, citizens. Yes, good day, (laughs) broad lovers. (laughs) This is broadcast. Hi. Hi. I'm Mary. I'm Jenny. Dun, 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 dun. It's Jen. We have Jen back again. We loved her so much. We brought her back. Yes. I actually never left. I've been under your bed the whole time. <laughs> oh, creepy. I was wondering what that noise was. Something like a video camera going on there. <laughs> and chewing on chips. Crunch, crunch, crunch. What the fuck? I thought I heard the toilet flush in the middle of the night. And I just was like. Uh. That's, a, that's untrue because I go in the shower. Yo, the trains oh, go somewhere. Okay. If you're going to stalk somebody, do it right, bitches. God. I gotta teach you everything. Yeah, maybe you should. Maybe we should have a lesson in stalking. Well, coming up next. <laughs> My boyfriend and I were stalking each other, and it worked out very well for us. So <laughs> we both won. That's romantic. Oh, yes. that's kind of sweet. When the couple Roma- that stalks together becomes stays love. Together. Yeah, that's so cute. Brought to you yeah. by Restraining Orders are us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. Well, it's it's summertime. It's fucking hot. It is fucking hot. Oh, my God. My balls are sweating. Yeah. <laughs> my balls have sweat themselves off. I got sweaty balls hanging out over there in the corner. Ew, they're just sitting over there. Yeah. That's disgusting. They're eating chips. Oh, God. <laughs> they're so alive. They're so hot and disgusting. They came Get alive. Get back over here, balls. Come. Chips. Come. Come now. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> So we hope you fuckers are doing all right. Yes. How how are we doing? Good. Very sweaty. Yeah. I know we've already said that, but that's all that's on my my brain. I'm yeah, just, me too. I'm fried. I'm just, I was I was out at a petting zoo situation yesterday, and I was petting goats and sheep. And I love your vine of the goose. Yeah. Work that ass, goose. Work that oh, ass. Yeah. <laughs> I just love a good goose ass. I love how they waddle and they just, yes. and that goose was just flaunting his ass. I couldn't help it. I had to vine it. But yeah, it was, it was super fun. Like I held a 10 day old baby bunny Aww. and it was just the smallest, sweetest critter I've ever seen. Oh my God. Where's Charlene when we, she can be here to squee with me. Oh my God. It's so cute. Kittens. Oh my God. Although Jen, you could you could do some of that, I'm sure. I squeal. Yeah, damn we, we it. Could do some kitty squealings. We had a, a previous episode where we started talking about that show Too Cute on Animal oh, Planet. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, we all kind of lost it. <laughs> we got complaints. There were some yes. listeners who were a little unhappy. It with got our, too girly. Yeah. Oh, it got well, too cute. I might have beat you in the ass during that show if I was here. <laughs> Enough said. Yeah, it was. <laughs> It's good times. But anyway, the point of my petting zoo experience was that it was outdoors and it was fucking hot. Yes. And despite all the cuteness, I was just like, get me out of here. Yeah. We just went to the movies and sat at home all day. That's what yeah. we're going to do as soon as this show's over. Yeah. I was rocking my tan yesterday. No. I, I fucking burned the you second know, I are, step outside. You are brown. I am. You're in brown mm-hmm. town, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Mm. So what we were going to talk about in this first segment... um, was inspired by a BuzzFeed article. And it was basically uh, 25 things that you do but don't admit to. Is that the correct way 23. it was 23. 23. That we well, might add some more. Yeah, I was going to say, we can, a, we can add a couple. We what can a make fun it number to stop at. <laughs> yeah, just 23. The other <laughs> two are just number. so fucked up that yeah. we can't even talk about it. Exactly. Screw that. 
so yeah, so we were just gonna kind of go over the list and see if if we do any of these. Because I will admit to it. I, yeah, I have no shame anymore. Yeah, I'm the same way. There's. There's pretty much thing. I mean, there's nothing that I kind of keep hidden. Right. And I love how the on the sidebar of this BuzzFeed article, how cheap are houses in in Detroit now? Right after we hear the story about your Detroit oh. adventure. <laughs> yeah, that was an intense miniskirt. That wasn't even a miniskirt. I think it was a skirt. It was a full-length skirt. It was a uh, dress. Yeah. It was a prom dress. Yeah. <laughs> And it Definitely. was good. I, I'm, I am now governor of Detroit, by the way. Just <laughs> FYI. Congratulations. I won, the, I won that whole campaign. That's awesome, Your Honor. Yeah. I don't, nobody else wanted it, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, did, did the governor's ball, like, were you hanging out with Eminem and Kid Rock? And <laughs> That's who I invited. Those bitches showed up. <laughs> governor's ball. <laughs> what happened to his other one? <laughs> <laughs> it's in the corner sweating with my balls. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're all three of them over there eating chips. <laughs> Drinking beer. <laughs> Drinking bears, eating chips. <laughs> All right, so number one on this list, which I think it, it's it should be the number one item on the list because it's probably the most popular one that yeah. people do, is saying, I have plans to get out of other plans when the only thing you want to do is just chill. Now, I'm going to say I don't admit to this. I will admit to saying I want to just stay home and do nothing today. I'm not going out. I'm not doing anything. Yeah, Fuck I kind of defer to that. Well, it depends on who it is. Yeah, it depends on who it is. But nine times out of ten, I'm just going to be straight up and be like, I just don't feel like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if it's somebody that's kind of sensitive, it will take offense to that. Fuck em. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn worth it, yo. Fuck them right. assholes. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> fuck them. That's what I said. Fuck them. No, I totally feel you. Because some people, you kind of have to... You have to schmooze a little bit on yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I could see that. Family members-ish. Not that I have anybody that comes to mind, but that's who I would think first you would maybe lie yeah. to first just because you don't want to hurt their feelings yeah yeah i have done that on occasion yeah, i've done that too but i usually tell my daughter because she used to be really bad about making excuses to not want to go hang out with some friend that she didn't like and she's like well i just told her that i had something else to do and then this person would talk to her until she you know worked around all of her excuses and finally got her to agree to do whatever it was and I was like, just tell her that you just don't want to go. It's a lot easier than sitting there trying to make up excuses. God, it's because you have to cover yourself from like here to kingdom come because you know that shit's going to come back up again. Mm-hmm. Right. So how was the movie the other day? Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> I <Yeah>. fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was so tired from all of my activities. that <laughs> <laughs> All the shit I lied to you about made exactly. me so tired. I had it to was take exhausting a nap. lying. <laughs> it is exhausting lying. It is. It I is. I remember that shit. You gotta be. But you know what? If you're a good liar, like that just makes you stronger in character. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have a lot of shit you gotta keep track of. In a way, you're yeah. always thinking. You're always mm-hmm. on your toes. You're always ready. And just remember, if you believe it's true, then it's not Th- a lie. Yeah. That's how people or pass the polygraph. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that one of the li- things on the list? Yes. <laughs> the things that you know. You might be a sociopath, (laughs) and I will not admit to being a sociopath. (laughs) I looked at that list, and there were some things on there that were, like, sociopathic-ish that I do. I think everybody could, you know, identify with a little bit of it, but when you hit, like, seven out of ten bullet points, you might have to wonder, you know, especially if you do this all the time. But, of course, somebody who's actually a sociopath is not not going to admit to it. Right. (laughs) be like no i don't do that so it's more like if you don't identify with any of them you're a fucking sociopath probably (laughs) yeah this is true 
All right, so number two is an interesting thing because I didn't know this existed. Using Facebook's view as option to see how your profile looks to your crush. Yeah, I don't or have, to other people, I yeah, guess. I don't have any crushes, yeah. but I, I do make sure that my family can't see random shit on my page sometimes. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, me yeah. neither. Where, to, where like, do you do that? Do you, that? Do? I, you know, I can't remember, but I just kind of fuck around, like go under privacy settings. Oh. And I think actually now, if you just go on your page, like just click up on your name at the top and let's see it's somewhere in here it's i don't know they yeah. they keep changing everything around so even by the time this show comes out it'll probably be somewhere else <laughs> there will be some new way but you can just type a name in and see like you know as mom or whatever it, you know she can't see the pictures of me half drunk on the bar last night <laughs> cool <laughs> But wouldn't so. you already have that stuff set up so that you can, so that people can't, or is it right. just kind of like a test? It's Yeah, it's a test, basically. Because, like, sometimes people will post things on your page, and you want to make sure that it's not visible to that person or something yeah. like that. Yeah, because so. I have it set up where if somebody tags me on some shit, I have to approve it. Yes. Yeah, I do that, too. And sometimes, oh, there it is. There's a little gear right next to activity log, like, on oh, your cover. Okay. And it says, view as... And then you can just type in a name. Oh, okay. Yeah. You as Cunty Stackhouse. <laughs> I'm going to type that in to see what happens. <laughs> She's doing it right now as we speak. That's, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that's one of those, like, 20-something thing. Yeah. That, that, you know, like, My crush. Oh, I want to look at that hot dude that I saw at Panera Bread the other night. I'm <laughs> see if he looks at my page and, like... I'm just gonna. So, does it keep track of the people that view your page, or is it just how they view your page? It's just it's just gonna show you how it looks to them. Oh, That's it. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So it's it's nice. To know. I never like hide anything anyway, because I'm like it's the fucking internet. I just make sure like my pictures and stuff like that are set to friends only. I think right. that's yeah. about the most private. Yeah. I, I have all different levels of settings and privacy, and you know, people that I work with automatically will go into a certain category like i i just have one that's called limited and it has like all the little cousins my daughter like you know yeah. co-workers and stuff that that's I don't actually a good idea because i want to bitch about my co-workers so much on facebook <laughs> but i'm friends with a few of them i'm actually still friends with my boss i need to because when he was my boss at the other place i had deleted him and then mm -hmm. when he, excuse me, when he left there, I added him back. So he wasn't my boss anymore. Then he was my boss again, and I deleted him again. And then he left again, and I added him back. Yeah. And then he came back. <laughs> and I just haven't gotten around to deleting him yet. Is he a sociopath? Like, are <laughs> I know, right? back again? Well, like, I just think that's weird, like, to be friends with your boss. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. And now it's just kind of, I was just lazy and didn't do it. And now it's been long enough where he's seen things, you know. Uh, I mean, no not anything, back. like, you know, I mean, I don't post shit with me drunk or you know doing anything embarrassing mm -hmm. that you know but it's you never just know my what views gonna... and things like yeah. that that he knows but i mean he's the complete opposite of me and that's fine i see his facebook posts so it's just kind of it evens it out <laughs> as long as i'm <laughs> right. not saying you know fuck fuck the place i work yeah. at you know or something like that which i wouldn't do but I had it. I had a tendency to talk about a certain person at work, and I had like a little code name for. But there's not a whole lot of people at my office, so if yeah, she saw it, find it out. Yeah, and I try to keep that to friends only. Um, but then another person who works with me added me, and I put her right into that restricted list. But in order to go, I'd have to go back and find those posts where I talked about that lady and just 
you know, change yeah. them. Because, like, whenever you make a post, you can say friends only or yep. you can do, you know, exclude from this list. And, I mean, I'm doing that shit all the time. Like, wow. don't let family see this. Don't let so-and-so see this. You know, specific names d- can't see all this stuff. That's I'm, That's a lot of fucking work. I, I, I yeah. know. It I'm is. a control freak. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's a good idea. It is a very good idea. But, yeah, it's just too much work for me. I'm just like, whatever. But, yeah, because, I mean, I... I complain about my office on Twitter more than I do Facebook because I know people yes. on Facebook are, are my friends. See, I so I keep, can't. I try to keep that cut down a little bit too because my Twitter is totally public. So, so And sadly, even though I took my name off of Twitter, like I, it does not say my full name on it anymore. If you search my name on Google, you can still find my Twitter. And I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck. I thought I took care of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. So, yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, number anyway. three is... Finishing family-sized servings of junk foods in yes. one sitting. Yes. <laughs> I'll admit to that, but when I... I mean, I've done it, like, my reasoning is, well, this is this will be my dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not like it's a snack. You know, I, I, I look at it, it's a meal. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm going to eat a whole bag of chips or a whole whatever... I used to get the whole family-sized um, turkey with gravy... TV dinner thing, and you know, I'd skip all the the ones with the cranberries and the green beans and shit. I would just get the turkey platter that you're supposed to serve to everyone and just eat the entire thing. I'm like, Salisbury it, I don't steaks. Oh. Yes, <laughs> yes. God, now I want that for dinner tonight. And mashed potatoes and corn, and all the mashed potatoes get fried against the side. <laughs> yeah. and there's only like the middle that you can get out. Oh, that's delicious. <sighs> Fucking hungry, bitches. Man We're going dinners. to dinner tonight now. <laughs> Yep. Now I know what I'm having. Stouffers. Fuck yeah. (laughs) I miss all that stuff. Well, it's not real meat. (laughs) Let's get real. It's mystery sawdust. It's mystery meat. It's probably people. (laughs) Oh, it's people. Stouffers lasagna is made of people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh lord. All right. Number four is is conjoined with number three because it says you're you know eating the giant junk food shit. While marathoning a show you wouldn't admit to watching. Now, is there a TV show any of you watched but not admitted to? Yeah, no, not really. I I was a little bit um I was a little bit on the fence about like Hell's Kitchen and MasterChef when I first picked those up because I just I was always like a very anti reality show. I didn't really care for them too much, and I felt like that was sort of reality show. The only one I'll admit that I'll talk about that I used to watch that I don't watch anymore that. It was. It's hard for me to admit. I used to watch Big Brother. Oh, I did too. The yeah. first few seasons. Well, yeah. yeah, the first two seasons I watched yeah. it because I thought that was crazy that you could log into cameras and yeah. watch these fuckers just do shit, even when the show was. Yes, on. yeah, because like that, that was like you could do that, that on AOL. Wild. Didn't they have like an AOL? It page was. I don't or remember, and... but it was just that was crazy. Yeah, and like I was so like Chicken George. It was so brand new to me that whole idea that you could like you're like a voyeur into these mm-hmm. people's yes. lives, and I was addicted to that for like especially the first season. Yeah. Like I would just sit up and be like just completely <laughs> captivated that I'm watching people like walk in and out of the bathroom and like <laughs> right. do shit like yeah. oh they're cooking dinner <gasps> they're cooking dinner and I'm watching them yep I totally did that yeah yeah the first first maybe I think I stopped at three I don't but, even know if I got that far yeah like, I, I think, think I stopped after two one. I know I first... can't believe it's still on let's I put know, it that right that's what's crazy <laughs> really people still watch this shit yeah and it's uh, it's even bigger in England yeah well that's where it started wasn't yeah, it yeah probably I, I think so all well maybe with the exception of that all good shows that cross over to the states that come from England are freaking fantastic mm-hmm. I love British humor yep. love yes. British humor love me, it me too love it yes 
Absolutely. There's yes. not, I can't think of a show off the Mm-mm. top of my head that I wouldn't want to sit here and say, well, all right, maybe one. <laughs> it just popped into my head. What? <laughs> say it. Say it. Oh, all right. Well, I am not so big of myself to think that one might not exist. And so therefore I've gotten very involved with finding Bigfoot on Animal Planet. Interesting. I love that freaking show. (laughs) Love it. It's uh, it's three guys that are a part of um, I think it's BFRO or some shit, Bigfoot Research something. I think I've seen an episode. And then there's a girl, and she's the skeptic. She's the one that kind of like grounds the conversation into like this could be something that you know because they're as soon as they hear like a knock or a bang or a howl, they're like, oh, it's Bigfoot. It's a squatch. It's a squatch. And they're like running. And and then then it's her, you know, in the background going, it might be a bear. <laughs> so I've I've Thank fallen you. in love because <laughs> of course you know in in all of the episodes I've watched they never actually come up with anything hardcore concrete. Well, it's except amazing for, like, that footprints they could or something, do but... like an entire series based on that stuff. Yeah, and they're coming out with a new one. They're gonna they're that's pretty crazy. soon coming out with a new one. Um, I love. All right, so that's my. I just admitted it. There you go. There you go. See, Bitches, all... you fucking find something in your little hearts right now that you want to admit to. See, there's there's nothing. I mean, I'll 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 watch a Project Runway marathon if it if it happens to be on, which I have. I don't like flip channels on TV mm-hmm. anymore. So the odds are diminished. But if I were to flip channels, I watched, I started watching Beware the Batman, which is a new Batman cartoon. I haven't that's seen on that. Cartoon Network. I'm intrigued. And I stuck around for the show after it, which was Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just another cartoon. And yeah. it, but it's four kids. But I got sucked in and I sat there and watched it. <laughs> you know, it was kind of goofy because it's like Powerpuff Girls. You know, it's kind of that same. Yeah. Just weird, disjointed. It's like child's... almost anime style, but not kind of. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I I sat there and watched it, and I looked at Stephen. I said, "This isn't bad. I might have to add Teen <laughs> Titans on the on the DVR just for the hell of it." <laughs> ah, all right. So number five. <laughs> this is a good one. Ignoring a text for days and then saying, you know, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I just saw this." I've had that reply yeah. given to me before. Yeah, I and I knew they were lying. I'm like, "Fuck you." I I have actually done it and mostly because I just totally forget. It's not like I didn't like I just looked at it and said, yeah, "Oh, it's not malicious." It yeah, I I the I think we we talked about this before we started recording, but I, I do it with the Facebook messages mostly because I'll read it, but then I won't have time to respond or I want to think mm-hmm. a good cuz I'm not good at like writing yeah. long things on my phone. I, I feel better if I'm sitting at the laptop yeah. with my fingers and I'm actually typing, not like with my thumbs. It so, feels like it's hard to form a complete sentence yes. on a on a phone sometimes. Like you yes. just need to sit down and type it. Yeah. So I will be guilty of that because I'll read something and go, oh, okay, well, I'll get to that when I get home or something like that. And then. Yeah. And the bad thing about Facebook, of course, same with like the iMessage is that somebody knows, whoever sent it knows when you read it because yeah. it says delivered and read or whatever. And it's like, You can take that read off. You don't, I don't have that. So really? people don't know. They know that it got delivered, but they don't know if I've read it. Mm. Oh. Yeah, sneaky bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have to look into that. All right, the next one. <laughs> Snooping in people's bathroom cabinets when you're over at their house. Love it. Fucking love this one. Love this one because fuck yeah, I will. <laughs> Yeah, I I may have done it once or twice, but I think I've done it on occasion. Yeah, but let me put the caveat in: if you're a friend of mine, like I wouldn't go through your shit if you're a friend of mine. Like, but if yeah. I'm invited to like somebody else's house and I'm going with somebody, oh my god, I'm gonna look all day long, 
all day long. And if I do look, I'm not going to touch anything because I don't want to disturb the, uh, you know, arrangement of all the pill bottles up on the <laughs> shelf or whatever. I'm just going to be like, what is that? It'll be oh, me okay. that like picks something up. And when I go to put it back down, the fucking whole shelf will just go <laughs> and like all the shit's going to fall out. I'll be like, fucking A. Of course. Of course. Oh, that's awesome. All right, next one. This is, I just don't get it for this for me personally, but starting a private session on Spotify and listening to your guilty pleasure, whether it be a song on repeat or just guilty pleasure in general. Right. I mean, to me, that that's not the point. If you're on Spotify yeah. and you have it set, just, hey, this is what I listen to. Deal with it. Own yeah. it. Own up to it. That's what Music I'm is, that's what's wonderful about music. Whether you like a genre or not, music is, the whole point of it is just to put a mood to your day or your mm-hmm. life or your feeling about something. And so, so what? So what exactly. if one day you're a complete schmuck and you're listening to something stupid and the next day you're listening to like awesome shit. On the way here, I heard this song from 1995, You're All That I Need from Mary J. Blige and Method Man and yeah. oh my God, the memories that came back. If I could have <laughs> looped that shit the whole rest of the way here, I sat in my car and waited for it to end before I rang your damn doorbell. <laughs> I've done that too, yeah. Yep. It was good times. Good times. Yeah, I I don't have any guilty pleasures when it comes to music. I mean, there are things that I'm a little bit more hesitant to tell certain people, like, I will listen to this on occasion, or, you know, certain things. Certain things, it's just the amount of listening to also. Like, um... Like, my coworker really hates Grateful Dead. I mean, like, he <laughs> fucking hates Grateful why, Dead. How, why? I mean, I don't like country music, but I wouldn't go on record to say, I hate something. Like, what What about it? I I think I, it's more the, like the fans that he doesn't like. Oh, he just yeah, doesn't the like whole, the album. That's yeah, kind of like me with Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, yeah, and he's the same way with Jimmy Buffett. And, you know, Grateful Dead, it's not something that I really, I like them a whole lot. I I can listen to a few songs off the greatest hits every now and yeah, then, and that's too. about it. My favorite yeah. song in there is this Touch of Grey, and, and every time I say that to my boyfriend, he's always like, well, you just like the the one radio hit, you know, you don't appreciate you know, I'm like, that's that's exactly correct. That's, <laughs> and that's fine. That says my my enthusiasm for the band. Like, I don't dig on all those, the 60s hippie I'm just, uh, it's not my deal. But mm-hmm. that song, I'm like, I can pretty much find a song I like from any shitty band. Yeah. No matter how shitty they are. Like, yeah. that first Nickelback hit, uh, something. You're making you me think. Bottle, this is how you remind me. That's totally off. Oh, this God. is how you remind me. <laughs> Thank you. That one. Jack Kroger, one. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Jen Kroger. Um, <laughs> nice. But, I mean, that's a decent tune. I mean, I'll, if I'm yeah. forced to listen to it, I'll listen to it, nod my head, not hate it. And that was about the time I think I kind of got tricked into thinking that I liked Nickelback for a minute there because <laughs> it was between, <laughs> I got tricked. <laughs> it was between that song and um, Chad Kroger was on a, a song on like Spider-Man? the Spider Man yeah. soundtrack. And I love that song. I hated that song because I was pissed that they released that as a single and not my friend blue song which was on that same soundtrack uh, okay i was like why can't they release the underdog you know the guy that's not the super famous guy that song's so much better than money, that. Money, 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 money. Shit, I know. yeah oh, well. but i love that song and so i was thinking oh well that other song is kind of okay so somebody said well, yeah i fucking can't stand nickelback and i was they like you. i, I kind of like him and they're like really and i was um Maybe I, should, maybe I should listen to more of them before I admit that I like them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't go off one song. Check your facts. Yeah, that wasn't technically. That was just him singing. I think lesson there was, learned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this oh. one doesn't even 
apply to any of us. Accidentally sending a your crush. This people he's talking about crushes. These twenty year olds. A Snapchat that was meant for a friend. So sorry. Yeah, I don't do Snapchat. All right. Well, I've got like a little confession on this. Years Ooh. ago, this years ago, I had broken up with somebody, but I still had their name in my phone. And I really wanted to talk to them again just because I was like, all right. Maybe you send them a titty picture? Well, no, because I've got a friend that had the same first name. And so I sent this, like, what totally would have made sense to the friend text message, but intentionally to the girl that I was sending, who I wanted to talk to, just uh, to have her reply and be like, oh, I think you sent this to the wrong person on purpose so that I could be like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry, and spark conversation all over again, and it worked. <laughs> Ooh, that's <laughs> nice. Slick. That's slick. It worked. That's good. I love that. <laughs> you slide devil jam. Yeah, sometimes. I heard about somebody who would start up a new Snapchat account and send dick pictures to people that they were talking to on their on their real account and just, you know, have it be anonymous. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, I saw this cute girl. I want to send her a picture of my dick, but I don't want her to judge Why? me personally. Why do guys do this? I, know, I don't, I don't know. They're not attractive. We don't want to know the... Even the straight girls in this oh, room. Oh, the balls are don't. fighting in the corner. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> Ball? Stop it. Bad balls. Bad, bad balls. Bad, bad balls. balls. Bad Eat balls. Eat your chips. What you gonna do? <laughs> Eat some chips. Eat some chips and drink your beer. God. Yeah, your balls, being... for God's sake. What do you have to be angry about? Seriously. You're just Jeez. full of semen. I'm gonna put you away in just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number nine. Deep and unabashed nose picking. Yes. Oh, been yeah, there, done that. Yeah. Yes. Love it. And I was just saying just before the show, sometimes I have to do it because I have the piercing in the side of my nose. And if anybody's ever had one, you gotta dig up there. Shit gets caught on it, and the only thing that you can do is dig turn it. it around and clean it up. Well, uh, what you need in life is the friend or the the other in your life that will let you know when you've got a bat in the cave. I mean, holy shit, it happens. Yeah. And then what uh-huh. are you gonna do? Like, not do something? The first thing you're gonna do is where and go in for it and get right. the fucker out of there. Yeah. So what? So what? I don't yeah. eat them anymore, at least. <laughs> I just flick them and try to figure out where they went. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> love it. And then love when I find it, like stuck on the wall And honestly, like, there yeah. are some times that blowing your nose just doesn't help. No. no. Because it is like plastered all up in there. You can still feel it. Like you can breathe and feel it, but you blow your nose and it's like hanging on for dear life. Yes. Like it won't come out. You got to go in there with a finger. It's Look, like you're hanging bigger. on. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number 10, lying during never have I ever because you don't want to be the only loser that hasn't dropped acid or had a threesome on a plane or whatever. Never have I ever played that fucking game. Yeah, me neither. Never have I ever played that game either. I I would love to. I don't get, like, you take a drink if you haven't done, like, there's too many double negatives going on with this game. Exactly. I don't don't get it. I would get so confused. (laughs) So am I saying I did it or that I didn't do it? When do I exactly. fucking drink? Just drink now. All right. Yeah, I don't, exactly. And you know, I don't even do drinking games because I'm like, I don't need a game to get drunk. If I want to get you. drunk, I'm just going <laughs> to fucking do it. You know? Thank you. I agree. All right. Number 11, being home alone equals pizza out of the box, wine out of the bottle. Nothing wrong with that. There's I'll admit nothing to wrong that with that. Any day. What about wine out of the box and sure pizza too? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Who cares? Like that's so what? That's like a Friday night. You pick up the cereal box and you reach your hand in and just eat. The I shit just had right that for lunch the other day. Just yeah. straight up cereal in a bowl, no milk, because <laughs> I didn't have any at that moment. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. Thank you, Tony the Tiger. All right, Fuck next, yeah. sneaking a quick glance through your significant uh, other's inbox when they leave their Facebook logged in. 
I don't yeah. care. I'm, I mean, I've done it, but it's. I know it's not going to be anything surprising. See, I, I can't. I am that person. I it's ignorance is bliss kind of feeling. Like yeah. I just don't want to know. Like I I've never ever picked up my other person's. Even if I suspected something or like had that like <gasps> feeling that insecure feeling, I I wouldn't want to know. Like I'd rather just have to. It would have to be like in my face for me to finally just confront it. But yes. for me to go find it, no. Yeah, no. I I have done that, and I've found things. And I didn't know whether I felt worse about what I saw or the fact that I looked. Yeah. You know? Yep. And I don't know. I'm divorced now, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That answers that. <laughs> it's like, Next is scheduling your emails to send at 8 a.m. So your colleagues and professors or whatever don't know you're a psycho 5 a.m. worker. Eh. Yeah. If okay, I'm up at 5 a.m. I'm not up at 5 a.m. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no. I am, but it's not, more it's not the working. I'm not up at 8 a.m. to send it at 8 a.m. And so I'll schedule it to send then so I can sleep in till 10. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's too much work. Uh, fuck that. That's a stupid one. Listening to a song on repeat for days so you can memorize the rap and bust it out at parties. I, I've done that. F- I've memorized the song to bust out at karaoke. So I don't need to stare at the lyric screen. No, I'm That's... I'm awful at lyrics. I don't even try. I really don't. I did that to Poker Face. Like when that <laughs> song first came out, and I'm like, I, that is my karaoke jam. I am gonna do it. I'm gonna memorize it. I'm gonna memorize her little rap bit in the middle so that I don't have to look at the screen. And damn it, I did it. And I did not look at the screen. No, I'm the asshole at karaoke that like picks the old ass shit, like grease lightning. Hey, nothing wrong with that. that <laughs> I was... don't need any kind of screen to tell me grease lightning. That's oh, right. Grease lightning, you're burning up the coat of my Grease lightning, go grease lightning. I was there. It was magical. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> you got it on video for God's sake. Yep. Magical. Magical. Feeling an overwhelming relief when you get home and realize nobody else is. Shit, I'm, I will admit to that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And uh, the, the picture, you have to read the caption on the picture with this. I can't wait to go home <laughs> and take my fucking pants off. Yes. <laughs> Goddamn right. I think for me, it's more my bra than my pants. But yeah, like taking the, the boulder holder off is so much yes. more. Oh, maybe if you had kids, you might feel guilty for thinking that. But I mean, I don't know, for non-kid having people, like, isn't that just a blessing in disguise when you're like, fuck yeah. 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 Like, I'm still home alone. Woohoo. Yeah. I just <laughs> Where's love the pizza it. and where's it's the wine? Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Next one is faking it. I mean, who doesn't admit to yeah, that? I mean, come on. Everybody does that. It's <sighs> You don't even have to not admit it or admit it. It's just a fact. When you're holding back farts, it's what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, that's way true. A couple of times, than... honestly. Just a couple of times. And only because I was just like, just get it over with. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm whatever. Hey, some days, you know, everybody's not on their game <laughs> and it's not anybody's fault. But sometimes, yeah. you know, yeah, you, you want to get to sleep or you want to finish that book or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, let's get this, let's move it along here. <laughs> oh, it's like, God. I know it's not your fault, honey, but you know, it just ain't happening. No, see, I'm kind of an asshole and there, there was a, maybe once or twice and I'm like, yeah, you, you just weren't doing it. <laughs> like I said, I'm divorced now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, this one's kind of eh. genuinely intending to bake cookies, but falling or failing because you started eating the batter and never stopped. I've never done that. I've never done that either. I have actually bought a pack of chocolate chip cookie dough mix just so that I can eat just it. Just so you could eat it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't well, even get that tube of it. I just bought the, like, you just add water and you just eat it. That's it. It's <laughs> good. Is that your dinner? <laughs> yeah. It was a meal. It was a meal. <laughs> it was. The family size cookie dough meal. <laughs> 
<laughs> Watching engagement wedding videos on YouTube and going through an entire box of Kleenex in an hour. Negative. Nah. No. I ma- did that for a, maybe I didn't go on YouTube because this was pre YouTube, but like when I was engaged and it was, I used to watch. They had some kind of wedding show on TLC, you know, because of course mm-hmm. when you're you know you're engaged and you're all kind of like. Ugh! So I, I I admit to watching some of those, but that was like in the nineties, and you know, dork. I know. Now I'm just like, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> Screw it. God forbid if I actually go to a wedding, I cry like a little bitch, and I'm the kind of person I don't cry like at movies or whatever. But if I know the people, yeah, I will cry like a little bitch at a wedding. Yep. Oh my god, it's it's like a oh, fuck. Are we gonna invite her? She cries every yeah. fucking time she goes. To I a hardly wedding. ever go to weddings, so it's it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretending to text while actually taking selfies? No. I have done that. Really? Yeah. I, I have. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, I you just mean when you're out in public or something? Yeah. Like, usually I've, I think I've been at my desk, you know, or something, and oh, I'm just yeah. like... <laughs> See, I wouldn't even think to do that. Like, I've taken selfies at my desk, but I just didn't even... I just kind of looked to make sure nobody was looking. <laughs> and I can't hide it anymore because my new phone, I guess it's something with Sprint and Virgin Mobile, they do not let you turn off the shutter sound. On the phone. Yeah. Bummer. And I wouldn't be surprised if this kind of grows because I've heard in other countries it's it's illegal to have a silent camera. That way you're not taking pictures of people and they don't know it. Right. So all the people Walmart getting their picture taken. (laughs) Yeah. It should be illegal every place except Walmart. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) If you put your phone on like vibrate or silent, does it still do it? Yeah, it still does. Oh, those rat bastards. Yeah, Yeah, because it actually I could get it to turn off when I first got the phone before it was activated and i was just kind of playing around with it but then once i activated the phone and got all the firmware updates and stuff it it would not turn off those bitches yeah Yeah, that's not cool how many more do we have to go three okay all right peeing in the shower done it love it i do it all the time i need to put this on my to-do list because i've actually never done it you know what tonight when you go home take a shower take a piss (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm telling you it's liberating yeah i'm 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 gonna do it as long as your drain isn't clogged (laughs) Yeah, don't yeah. do it like when you're filling up your bath or some <laughs> weird shit. Just when you're actually taking a shower. <laughs> yeah, peeing in the tub is a little Golden different. Golden showers than the shower, are not yeah. the way to go. I'm sorry. I will bathe in my pee. <laughs> oh. You know, have you ever seen that show, uh, My Awful Addiction or My Weird Addiction or My I, Fucked Up Addiction? That's something I would not ever want to touch. There because, are people that drink uh, their urine. Uh, oh, God. I swear to God. I swear to God. It's so no. nasty. All right, next. Yeah. <laughs> Abandoning all social norms and grammar rules while in conversation with your best friend. Why would you like, not admit to that? Isn't that normal? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. The fuck? But the caption, yeah. the picture <laughs> under this says, at home we mostly communicate by meowing. <laughs> that, that's... I can see Are they looking at my texts? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I would totally do that. Meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> this is a good one. Claiming to have read books that you've actually just read the Wikipedia entry for. See, I don't pretend that I've read something. I just won't say anything. Like yeah. when people are talking about something, yep. instead of going, I've never read that. I just don't say anything. I just nod and go mm-hmm. and hope that nobody calls me out. But isn't this the same thing of when you were in school and you, you had to do a book notes. report and you got cliff notes? Yeah. Isn't that yeah. the same fucking thing? Yeah. It's the same thing. It's yeah. just now you can do it on the internet instead yep. of having to go and buy the yellow book. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> And finally, you'll never admit to having related to nearly every item on this list. Yeah, whatever. Well, well we just fucking did. Exactly. We just blew that out of the water, assholes. Yeah. So th- <laughs> thank you, though, to BuzzFeed for the inspiration. Because I love BuzzFeed. I just, oh, yeah. Uh, there's something about, I love all their lists and just. 
I love they, shit like that. Yeah. Because then it reminds you that you're not really truly fucked up because there's probably a bunch of other people that are just as yes, fucked exactly. up as you. BuzzFeed exactly. is one of those sites that like it just pulls you in for hours. Like yeah. you read this one and then you get down to the bottom. It's like, oh, look, here's this other ex- exciting article. 50 things that look just like your childhood. 50 people you wish you knew in real life. And you're like, oh, let me let me read that. Who, who do I wish I knew? I'll yeah. like open up like 10 pages. I'm like, oh, let me open this one for later. And then I read that one. And then it's, oh, there's three more. And I open yeah. up like all of the tabs. It's read a wormhole central. It really is. <laughs> This guy has a giant bag of Lucky Charms marshmallows. I mean, yeah, I totally want to know that guy. Exactly. Fuck. Oh, damn. He's after my Lucky Charms. This guy's baking cookies on his windshield of his car. He's awesome. I don't know why he didn't just eat the cookie dough. But I know. Whatever. I was just going to say that. <laughs> yep. I let you finish your sentence first. Mm. All right. Well, we're going to take a break and we'll be back yes. with more wonderful and exciting things because we're mouthy broadcast. Good and that's stories. what we do. So, yeah. Hold on. Holler at us. Or we'll holler at you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go eat chips. Have another beer. I'm gonna Mary. go have, have another chips beer with these balls that are sitting over. Hey the balls, we're coming. Oh, you gotta go pee. All right, we'll be back. Bye bye. Well, I'm upper upper class high society. God's gift to ballroom notoriety. And I always fill my ballroom. The event is never small. The social pages say I've got the biggest balls of all. I've got big balls. I've got big balls. Messing with a zombie fight. That's nuts. That's ridiculous. That's just asking for zomperism. What? Zomperism. Zomperism. What is that? Exist. Oh, stop acting like you don't know what a zomper is. Zomperism. Yeah. Zomperism is big balls. Oh, right? No. I hope not. Do they. Are the dipping sauce and dipping sauce It's all zompiric in here. What a nice Beyonce it's probably before we get back to the show, we have a very special guest lined up for you, Anna Zumi, who is one of the founders of InterventionCon, which is coming up this weekend, August 23rd through 25th at the Hilton, Washington, D.C. Convention Center in Rockville, Maryland. Hello there, Onazumi. Welcome to Mouthy Broadcast, and thanks for being here today. First of all, could you tell everybody exactly what InterventionCon is? So intervention is basically a combination of the words internet and convention. Um, it's The whole concept is to intervene and inspire people to embrace the intersection of art and technology. Hey, <laughs> you can tell that we've worked on that slogan for a while, but um, the con means a lot to us. It's, um, it's like one part conference, so you're going to notice that a lot of the panels you're going to see at this con are going to be less about... Well, actually, there is a lot about craziness, so I would misspeak if I said it was less about craziness. But there's an educational slant to this. Uh, A lot of the panels are going to be about how to make blogs, how to make a podcast, how to market your work and reach an audience. And then we're going to have the gaming content, which is like a gaming convention. We have the video games. We have the board games. We, um, you know, we have dance parties and, and all kinds of insanity. And also we have the in my opinion the best artists and creatives it's basically an art exhibition as well so it's the same framework as a regular gaming and geek con but we we have something more to it where people can learn how to do things and get involved in actually what we're doing and uh, the stories that i hear is that people leave the event and they feel motivated and inspired they they do projects and it doesn't have to be your full-time job maybe it's just something fun but I believe that this kind of stuff is what makes life worth living, so yay! Why go through the effort of creating a con such as Intervention? And by that, I mean, 
What inspired you to do it? So I'm a webcomic artist. At least that's the first thing that I did. I do a lot of things, if you couldn't tell. You know, primarily I am an artist, and I had been making art since, well, since I was little, but making art professionally since 2003. So Harknell, my husband and also partner in all of this insanity, he would actually tour with me to different conventions. I would exhibit my art, I would speak on panels, and I would do guest spots, and I would meet so many people that had read my site, had, you know, basically read my comics and, and liked my art. A question that I would always get is, how do you do this? And then on top of that, I would get people that would say, I could never do what you do. And I would get people that reminded me of myself 10 or 15 years ago when I also, you know, felt that I had no hope in life. And, you know, because I didn't have a great upbringing where people supported my creative work. I mean, I don't know what life would be like if, if I had had that, but... I didn't. When I was young, I would go to conventions and I, I would show people my work. I, you know, I was like, you know, a kid. Julie Bell actually looked at my portfolio and she was one of the few people that actually gave me her time at that convention. You know, I was a kid. I can understand why people would be like, oh, it's just another kid, whatever. But she took my work, she looked at it, and she told me if I kept doing this, I could do something with my life. I could go somewhere. And at the time, she was the only person that had ever said that to me. And I actually had a little girl approach me in 2004, and she said that pretty much the same thing that I just said, that I was the only person to ever say that to her, to ever say that she could do something or she could go somewhere or she, you know, to listen, just listen to her. And I realized that I was essentially looking at the next generation, another version of me, and it clicked that we had to do something. Harknell and I, you know, were, were very touched by that interaction, and we knew that we had to start an event to give back because the, the geek community had always been there for me. And it's because of, the, of conventions, it's because of all this, that I was able to pay my way through college. I was able to learn artwork and basically, you know, be, get a, a better life. I now work, you know, in New York City, and I, I do some pretty awesome stuff, and nobody would have felt, the people that knew me might have predicted it, but in high school, people told me that I was a loser. Teachers told me that I was a loser. So um, it's just, you know, all about not giving up and, and beating the odds, and that really is, like, I, I firmly believe that you, not you, as, not you guys, but the, the person like me, I was the element that, you know, just never giving up beating the odds. And a lot of people just need a little push. And it's, it's true. We believe it. And uh, so just the interactions with fans propelled us forward to do this. Because this is not a fun job. It's not easy to organize an event. You have to really believe in it to, to get it this far. So, yeah, that's what, uh, that's what inspired it. How is Intervention different from the average Comic-Con? We look at conventions a little differently than a lot of mainstream Comic-Cons. And I, I'm not here to say that those cons are bad. I love them so much. I, I look at Intervention as a complement to the other cons out there because another thing I also believe very strongly in is supporting other cons, helping them, uh, you know, in, in ways that we, we can help them. So, But we tend to be almost like a boutique Comic-Con. Um, well, we, we take customer service to an extreme. Um, you know how Disney World 
world is known for their customer service. We, we have the same attitude about it. We train our staff members to, to be nice, to just different ways that they can make people's day by just being, you know, that much more awesome. And, um, you know, the, of course, the educational aspect of intervention is very different because whereas this programming exists at other cons, there's no other con that, A, you know, is is completely devoted, devoted primarily to helping other people. But, you know, we also have the staff members all have been touched by this kind of interaction. So we're really on the same page, like extremely on the same page. It's it's a little different than like, um, than if you're, you're you know, oh, we all, we just all like comics, we all like anime. You're on the same page, but it's, it's a slightly different event. And so I like to believe that intervention complements the other fan events out there that we love so, so much. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Education, awesome, fun. What aspect of the con, blogging, comics, podcasts, etc., is your favorite to work with? Now, I I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say that I actually have a favorite genre within intervention because the the truth behind all of these genres is that these are all DIY genres. We all basically share the same business model, and I think what I enjoy doing the most is the marketing side of it because I think it's it's something that very few artists invest a lot of time in or or understand how to do it um, in the way that I do it. So I really like marketing and outreach. And as far as con organization, I really enjoy working with companies that I like that sponsor us to kind of help them out. That's that's like an area that I have an extreme level of knowledge in. And it's not because anybody taught me. It's just because I figured it out um, by trying to figure out what I would want if, if that company were, were me, you know, is for my particular particular art brand. But, you know, of course, webcomics is always going to be, you know, close to my heart because that's what I've done so long. But, you know, I, I also blog and I have a podcast even though that's, the podcast is not primary for me, but, um, you know, yeah, it's, it's tough to answer. I think we all share the same business model and strategy is something that I really love, like strategy of how to get things adopted. So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's something that's awesome. Do you get to enjoy the con itself, or are you just running around stressed out of your mind? Oh yeah, I get to enjoy the con, like, um, three weeks after the con happens, when I finally wake up from the coma. I mean, it's not like I'm not enjoying, you know, the con. I mean, I would not do it if, if I didn't find it to be something that was important to me. But I have to be the person that, like, the buck stops here. Like, if something bad happens, it hits me. If, you know, I have to deal with it. Luckily, we haven't had too many incidents, but there's the stress of, like, any Anything could happen, and I'm the person that's responsible. It's a it's a heck of a lot of responsibility, and uh, you know I I have been known to try to be up almost 24 hours just so that I could make sure that everyone was having a good time. So I do enjoy it, but the enjoyment that I get comes from you know a job well done. It comes from seeing the attendees and the and the exhibitors say this was the best con we've ever been to, or next year they come to me and they say because of intervention I got three invites to speak at another con or. I got, um, or I got, you know, uh, so many, you know, three or four people to work with on a project, which was amazing. And, and we want to show the project next year at Intervention. So that's kind of what I like. Um, I wish that I would be able to market my own art and show my own art at my own convention at some point. I mean, I'm sure that will happen, but every year, the thing that gets put into second gear or third gear is is my art, unfortunately, because everyone else is more important than me in this in this picture, in my opinion. So, so yeah, I get to enjoy it, but it's it's not the same type of enjoyment as a participant <laughs> would have. What is your dream guest? Which celebrity would you want to have for a panel or appearance? Tom Hiddleston, perhaps. 
See, um, for, for celebrities like Tom Hiddleston, I wouldn't be opposed to getting them, but the criteria that I have to look at it in is, does, does he do anything online? Does he do a project online? Um, now, if, if Tom Hiddleston did a podcast, or if, you know, and I, I actually, I should know this, but I, I haven't looked at that yet. Um, you know, if he did a podcast or he had a blog that he was really into into posting on and he was able to, um, I guess, talk about that aspect of who he is, then he definitely would fall under our, um, our criteria to speak at intervention. But one thing I'm really careful on is if we get people from Hollywood, um, there's that danger of those guys eclipsing the community that we've built. And I don't want to be like San Diego Comic-Con where most people are there to see the celebrities and the artists kind of have a tough time. You know, they're, they're definitely not a priority for, um, for a lot of things. So the guests that we had been looking into getting are people like, um, you know, Kevin Smith and Felicia Day, stuff like that. Like um, we were looking into getting Ali brush and you know people like that and unfortunately they don't always you know a lot of times we, we can't really get too much feedback from the agent you know agents are really tough to work with that you know they'd be nice to get and uh, we probably have some tricks up our sleeve for some other people too in in the next few years but that's kind of what we're looking at and if anybody has a suggestion about somebody that oh this person does you know a comic or a blog or a podcast or this person is really known for reaching out to their fans on the internet, um, then definitely send that, that suggestion over to us. We would be interested in that. And uh, we can only be in so many places at once. Sometimes we miss really obvious things. <laughs> or, we, you know, it's, it's just, you know, there's only so much information you can take in in one day. Do you already have anything new and exciting planned for future cons? We do, actually. We're already starting to plan the 2014 event. But... The types of plans that we tend to make at this stage is, they're, they're very, they're not very vague, they're somewhat vague. Like, we know kind of where we want to go. We're already brainstorming what guests to reach out to. But we can't really do things too concrete because there's two factors that influence what we can do. It's, number one, it's our budget. So it depends on what the finances look like after this event, which, again, is why if, you know, I always tell people if they're listening to, um, to donate, if you, can't, if you can't attend, like, the primary way that we pay for our event and everything is the registration cost. And if, even if people can't go, some people actually send us money. And just like PBS, that helps us fund it. You know, we're not rich. And um, a lot of cons will charge the artists a lot of money to exhibit. And that's how they pay for it. But we, we don't really see it that way. We kind of want to keep it more accessible to the common person. Um, so our finances are going to influence who we look at. And um, what date we're, we're at is actually going to influence who we speak to. Because some of the guests are going to be booked at other events or if we're right near a large event like, um, you know, Dragon Con or San Diego Comic Con. Not sure when we're going to fall, but if we're near those events, then that rules out some some types of guests. So we do have plans and, uh, you know, but it's it's very like strategic, like how are we going to redo the site to get our marketing message across and this type of guest we're going to be looking at, maybe the specific person, but it, it also evolves, you know, it's, it's something that is very dependent on how we do this here. Okay, serious question time. Conventions seem to be a primarily male-dominated world. Have you ever felt like you were not taken seriously as a female convention organizer? I'm not sure so much as a con organizer. I think I've been actually pleasantly surprised that it's been it's actually been pretty good, but I would say as an artist, I've had, you know, a lot of bullshit. Um, you know, I've had other comic creators, you know, try to, you know, basically grab my ass. I've had 
Um, I, you know, I've been cut off. I've been shut down. So I do feel that in general, you have to maybe work a little harder or be really good. And I mean, in the case of intervention, it's really just a fact. I don't really see anybody else who runs as tight a ship as us. We are that damn good. And since you guys have actually gone to the con, I'm sure you, you know what I mean by that. But I, I don't know if it would be as easy if we weren't that good, you know, because we kind of take quality to an extreme. Like the joke about if if you harass somebody at my con, Oni will throw you out of a second story window is, is, is a joke, but it's based in truth. So, you know, it, it's I think life is just harder if if you're not a white guy. But, you know, it, all you can really do, you can't change that. So all you really have to do is stay positive and, you know, surround yourself with people who really believe in, in what you're doing and just work so hard and compete with yourself. Don't compete with anybody else. Compete with yourself when it comes to doing things. And, you know, because the more you look at other people and you look at advantages other people may have, it's going to upset you and it's going to detract from your forward motion. And that's pretty much how I live life. You know, I know it's, it's you know, it's not easy, but it is what it is. Okay, shifting gears a little, tell us about your comic, Stupid and Insane Defenders Against Chaos. Love that title. So my comic has actually gone through a few iterations. Now, um, it used to be a joke a day, and now it's turned into somewhat of a storyline. But I recently got a very demanding job that takes, I would say, 80% of my life, which is fine. You know, I, you know, working is good. I love working. But it's actually influencing how much I can actually work on the comic now. And the convention happening, uh, unfortunately, my comic has stopped updating again right before the con. And I'm, I'm, I'm doing the, um, the sketch comic that's underneath Stupid and Insane is being updated semi-regularly because I can get that out. But um, I may have to switch how I do this. And we're having, my, um, Parknell now writes Stupid and Insane, and we're having some discussions today about how to do it such that I can actually get this out with the bit of my life that's left. Because I refuse to give up on doing art because I'm busy. I don't, I don't think that's going to be good for me personally. But um, the comic, in a nutshell, is is very loosely based off of Harknell and I. And it's, uh, you know, based in Lovecraft legend slightly you don't have to know the the Lovecraft books to follow it and it's about you know us and our evil twins and there's two different universes there's the life side which is our universe and then there's the death side and that's where all of the you know all the monsters have have taken charge so the two the two people or the four people the evil twins they're not really twins but the evil guys get put into the life side and the nice guys get put into the death side and it's an examination of different societal things through through their experiences like the evil people are, are kind of trying to sift through our universe and they're kind of confused by different things like corporate corporations and government and stuff like that where we're put in the evil universe and we get to kind of explore different parts of our society through their experiences in the death side and there's comedy in it like we have the geriatric ones instead of the old gods for Lovecraft so we have Mr. Octopants who has a collection of really bad pants with eight legs so you know just stuff like that and I, I think that right after intervention some really cool stuff is going to come out um, especially after I figure out how to optimize my workflow with my new life <laughs> so it must be tricky to balance the comic with your day job and planning this awesome con how the hell do you do it 
Unfortunately, in the past month, a lot of my deadlines have just been screwed. Like, I've just not been able to make them. What I normally do is I essentially do not sleep. I live on Red Bull. Um, currently, what I do is I take an iPad and um, a sketchbook with me everywhere, and I will draw on the train. I will draw on my break, um, just doing work in ever, every interstitial moment that I can manage. And it, it is starting to wear on me. I mean, I think I'm over 30 now, so I'm trying to kind of come to terms with what's going to work with my life and what's going to actually get stuff out. Like, I've almost been jeopardized by my own success. Like, I make enough money that kind of the art makes the money, but it doesn't necessarily make it indirectly. It's, it's very complicated. But it's kind of like when you're when you're you have a, a very demanding day job that pays really well, and then you kind of have the art that pays okay. You don't want to give the art up, but at the same rate, the money kind of calls you away. So it's it's just a puzzle that I think I'm still figuring out how to handle. But in the meantime, just I'm getting through intervention in the next two weeks, and then I'm going to I'm thinking about actually scaling back how much I draw and maybe making it a hybrid comic and text actual novel because Harknell likes to. Write write a lot. So this is just another example of how I understand more than anyone, especially for the people that go to go to intervention, how your work may change throughout time. It doesn't have to be a formal defined thing that you never you know, you, know, you never change. As you change, your business model might change, your workflow might change, and uh, you know, just a lot of things evolve because life is not linear. It's not always perfect. The key is that when you're making work, you have to realize keep making work. So right now, even though I can't make work on all on all all guns, I don't know, I can't make work on all um, have all my engines going on the work. I can still make my sketch comic, which I'm, I'm putting out. So, and I'm still blogging as well. Um, so that's, you know, it is what it is. This is, this is artist problems in 2013. Tell us about your haunt tours. How did you get started doing them? Scary. <laughs> well, I started reviewing haunted houses thoroughly by accident. My blog at onazumiverse.com is essentially, I mean, it might as well be called shit that Oni likes. It's its essentially, I'm not here to do a niche. I'm not like, like there's theme park bloggers that do, we do haunted house reviews or we do theme park stuff. I essentially do my life because the thing that I realized is with haunted houses, that only happens for a few months a year. So what do you blog about the rest of the year? Like most haunt sites will actually just stop updating. And what happens is they lose all of their traffic in the rest of the year because there's nothing to go there for. So I started out talking about just stuff I like and it ended up growing into this happened to be something I liked because I've always liked theme parks when I was little. In addition to comics, theme parks were the one thing that I had access to. And it, you know, it was a big, it was always attached to, you know, my hopes and dreams and, and different, especially with Disney. I never got to go to Disney when I was little, but, you know, I had a, a local theme park. So my, um, my husband Harknell knows that this, but he can't ride rides. He can't ride roller coasters. He, he goes to the parks with me. He waits in line. He makes sure I gets on, get on the rides and he'll eat the food. So the one thing that he can do with me happens to be haunted houses. And so it became this thing where we would just, and he never got to go to haunted houses when he was little. He always wanted to. I never got to go either. So it just became, I guess, the one thing we could do together. And um, I read, I started going to some review blogs and I read some reviews to see which ones I should go to. And it became 
became obvious pretty quickly that a lot of these haunt bloggers were either being paid off or they were fake and they were posting fake reviews. So I would go to something that would be described as amazing and the event that I would see would be nothing like what was described to me. And I was getting, I one thing that I hate are liars. I, I don't like liars and so I took it on as my cause. Like I'm going to be the blogger that says the real stuff. Like I'm going to go to every haunted house that I can and it might cost me money but it's it's going to save somebody's money. Like what happens if somebody goes to that and they're like this is lame and it's their first haunted house. They're going to not understand how awesome that these these things are. So so that's kind of how it came about and um, for the first year or two I was paying for it and then after that it became so popular that I, I've been getting invited to a lot of the theme parks. They pay for me you know to go and I will review. Now they don't they don't pay for my travel. I pay for that and they're on the same page with me because I won't work with anybody that tries to bully me into a positive review. I tell them you know this is not going to affect how I review you because I'm always fair. Like if I don't like something I will say why. So you know, it started taking off. This year I'm, I'm starting to dabble with doing advertising and I'll have to see how that works. You know I haven't had much time to really spend on it because of intervention. Um, but that's going to happen in about three weeks. I'm going to start doing my outreach for that and uh, that's how that happened. I mean I don't know. I didn't really say hey I want to become the top ranked haunted house blogger. It kind of just happened. And I think a large part of that was that I do other things and I'm very visible so people know that I'm not lying. And if they disagree with me on my review, they disagree for personal preferences and, and we're all transparent about that. What haunts would you like to tour next? I think the first one that I'm going to do this year is, is either going to be Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, Hollow Scream, or it's going to be Hotel of Horror, Altered, Nightmares in Allentown, PA. Both are very good, um, you know, so I'm looking forward to that. I would like to get to some of the ones in Texas and in California. Um, I haven't quite been able to afford to go, go there. We're hoping to kind of maybe do um, the Georgia area this year because there's some very good ones in Georgia, but you know, Again, I'm not I'm not uh, independently wealthy, so uh, so that'll have to see we'll have to see how that goes. But yeah, I mean I, I don't know I don't know how many I'm going to do this year. I think I have to kind of plan that in a few weeks. I'm, I'm kind of like, hey, I barely know where my face is. I'm so tired right now. If you could just remind everybody when where is intervention is happening August 23rd through the 25th in Rockville, Maryland. The website is interventioncon.com. It's going to be 45 at the door for all three days. And then the price breakdown is like, you know, it's going to be cheaper per day. And I hope to see some of you guys there and uh, feel free to say hi because I will be everywhere all at once. And I will be easy to find on the radio or just ask one of my staff. So thanks for having me and uh, bye. Thanks again for being on our show. I would like to thank Onizumi again so much for being on our show and putting up with our cornball antics. And just a reminder, this weekend, August 23rd through 25th at the Hilton Rockville. Um, come out and see us. I'll be underneath the giant playing doctor banner. I've got some, got some t-shirts for sale, prints, all kinds of fun stuff. So come out and say hi. We now return you to this episode of Mouthy Broadcast, already in progress. Okay. Welcome back to broadcast. I just did a good little uh, summer shandy burp there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This stuff is delicious. Hey, do you think if I say this 
Linen Fugel's summer shandy is so delicious. Linen Kugel. Line, I can't even read this German font that's here. Linen Kugel? Mm-hmm. Is that like a vaginal exercise that you need to do to like <laughs> tighten it up? You just, yeah, you shove the beer bottle in there. Yeah, and, and just squeeze. squeeze. Yeah, and you try to hold it up and walk around with it, you know. Oh, I need to. Do it, do it, let me see. Yeah, I totally need, oh, now I see it up here. Yeah. In regular print, and it's not, yeah. I'm pretty sure we lost their endorsement when we started <laughs> exactly. offering up vaginal exercises. Oh, so it's not like a German <laughs> thing, it's like a Native American thing. Because I see it says, Is the it? pride of Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. So oh, that's where the brewer, the brewery yeah. is. Well, good going, guys, because this beer is awful refreshing. It is good, good. job, Line and Kegel. I mean, yeah. Kegel. <laughs> <laughs> Their sunset wheat beer. Oh. It tastes like um, fruity pebbles. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Really? Which what? yeah, I would drink that. Somebody told me about this, and I'm like, I don't know. That sounds kind of sweet and disgusting. But and I don't even like wheat beers, but it's pretty good. Well, all right, here we go. Listener challenge. Listener challenge. Ding Listener ding challenge. ding ding ding. Listener challenge. Listener challenge. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a beer drinker. I think that all beer tastes the same and is pretty much disgusting. Listener challenge. Listener I will try. If I if you all get responses back and say, hey, she needs to try such and such, I will try it. I will try it. And then winner gets, uh, I don't know, Mary farts on the microphone again. You, <laughs> I can do that. The winner gets their favorite <laughs> moment relived all over again. I don't know. Fucking pick a prize. If you win, you get to pick your prize. Ha! If you win, you get to pick your prize. As Fucking call in. not a million dollars. Well, if it's a million dollars, and you might get Monopoly money. So, I mean, let's get real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It has to be a million dollars and some A free prize. Free prize. Listener challenge. (laughs) Listener challenge. So what kind of wines do you like? Maybe that can help. Oh, oh my God. I love me some white wines. Pinot Grigio, Sauvignon Blanc. Mm. Don't I'll drink Chardonnay if it's the only thing available, but I'll go for the other two first. Okay. I think Chardonnay is evil because that's what I had at the comedy festival. Mm -hmm. I had a big giant glass of Chardonnay. It's a bit too sweet for me. I, I like the dry wines. Me too. I'm not a red drinker necessarily. Yeah. I got wasted off red, so now I can't. I yeah, can't. it would give you a hangover. Worst yeah. hangover oh, ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mm-mm. can't do red. At- Ew! I just saw whatever sticking to that oh, yeah. like a line of shit just came up with it. It was so. <laughs> oh God! Gross! <laughs> she licked it. <laughs> oh! I'm so glad I'm all the way over here. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> She's like, her suspicions were confirmed, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It was syrup. Oh, was God. That was, moldy. it looked like a booger. Just, <laughs> 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 Shit, I wish okay. I could find that mess. All right. Mm. Moving anyway. on. Yeah. <laughs> she licked the booger. Moving Ew. on to what, maggots? <laughs> yes! Great story. Yeah. Good times. Fill Great us story. in. Uh, fill right. us in with the maggots, Jen. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay back here. <laughs> this is our weird news segment. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm well, gonna to lay back so I'm comfortable when I retch. I... <laughs> <laughs> I decide. I looked into you know you can look up like funny news stories and stuff like this. You can so, do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like the weird news kind of shit. Like this week I didn't in news. Know. Is that what the internet is for? <laughs> <laughs> weird news, smart ass. I'm about ready to drop this mic and kick your ass. No, no. balls, balls in the corner. Go get her. Go get no, her. No, don't touch me, balls. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine like. Bald tribbles just <laughs> bouncing me. on the floor, coming towards you to like assault you, punch you in the eye and the face no! and in the nose. No. <laughs> 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 
All right, so I decided to look at some funny news that, yes, you can fucking find it on the internet, you jerk fucking wad. <laughs> uh, and I came across a story that actually just, uh, like, within the last week, uh, a British woman was in Peru vacationing, and a fly, or, or whatever, went into her ear, and she knew that it Jenny had gone almost... into her ear. <laughs> We're having trouble with this. <laughs> And she got the fly out, uh, and so that wasn't a problem. Like, it went into her ear. It wasn't just, like, a bang on the ear. I mean, the fly went into her ear, and she was able to successfully get the fly out, and so she didn't think much more of it, except that within a couple of days, she started having severe headaches. Oh, my God. Was having some serious issues, and she could actually... You might want to, (laughs) like, cover your ears here a second. She could hear... Cover her ears with the headphones. (laughs) Take your your headphones off here for a second. No, I have uh, to hear it. Oh. She could hear the chewing oh! in her <laughs> Anybody want some more chips? <laughs> It'll soak up the vomit in your stomach. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so when she finally got back to her homeland, she went to the doctor, and there was a whole pod of maggots that was in her oh, ear that they tried to flush nasty. out first, which, uh, from her explanation, was extremely painful to like have them flushed. And they didn't move. They were so embedded in her ear that they oh had to surgically God. remove, like, I think it ended up being, like, eight to ten maggots or something like that. It was that a- is oh, fucking nasty. God. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? What'd you get from Peru? I got maggots. <laughs> oh my god! Rare I just Peruvian imagine it. I got head surgery. <laughs> You're the Trekkie Gen. What's that creature that they stick in the ear to tell oh, the truth? Um, oh my gosh! The seti eel larva. Oh yeah. Well, apparently they were trying to get the truth out of this British woman eight times over. Oh. Had a bunch of them in there. What, nom, did, nom, nom. what did you think of your visit to Peru, Gladys? <laughs> It what? Was... I can't hear you. <laughs> I've got maggots in the ear. It was bloody maggot filled. <laughs> oh my god! The maggots. <laughs> yeah, I, maggots are the one thing in life that. Well, not the one thing, but they are. That fly was pissed off to go. It... He had a vengeance. I mean, how many times you hear like cockroaches going in someone's ear? Like, yeah, I've heard, yeah. You've heard of that before. Mm-hmm. It's never happened to me, thank God. But you've at least heard of that. Yeah. A fly to go in your fucking head and then decide, you know what? This is fucking, this looks good. I'm going to lay my eggs right here. Yeah, and just right. plop a squat. Yeah, holy crap. There's no I mean, rotten log or anything that he could put, you know. <laughs> those Peruvian flies, was, they're specific. Yeah, yeah. well, apparently they like British women. They're like, fuck yeah, this is homeland right here. Fuck here we go. Shit. I woke up in the middle of the night once with one of those little, I think they're called earwigs or something. Oh, those little yeah. Little black things with the little pinchy pinchers. Oh, they're pinchers. Yeah. I had one going in my ear. No! Freaked me the fuck out. Because I I usually don't have the air conditioner on, like, unless it gets really hot like it is right now. Mm -hmm. And this was, like, probably late May, early June or something, and I had the window open, and my bed was right underneath the window, and felt that motherfucker crawling. I I woke (gasps) up immediately, and I was freaked the fuck out. Horrified. Horrified. Yes. Yes. Immediately closed the windows up. (laughs) Sprayed it, you know, toxic amounts of raid all around. Oh my god, that shit, that is awful. Yeah. Oh, I don't know where to go from there. Yeah, and I was traumatized by Star Trek Two as a kid. I mean, I I don't remember anything else from the movie, even though I just watched it like a couple of weeks ago, right after the movie, the new movie came out. I watched the old one, and that that memory was so vivid as a kid seeing that. The putting that fucking thing in the guy's helmet and it's uh, 
Yeah, no. that is just... That is oh. no joke. Well, maybe she was being abducted by aliens, and that's what they do, is they shit, stick shit in your ear. Yeah. They stick the flies on them. <laughs> God, the Peruvian flies. So if you go to Peru, just wear, wear earplugs. earmuffs. Yes. <laughs> I don't Lord. care if they it's, will it's, get it's, you. it's the middle of summer. Just drop them earmuffs on. All right. So the other one that I saw, Oof. which uh, this one cracks me up a little. I mean, just I still can't imagine that they actually appreciate this, but two men underwent simulated labor pains why yeah why well i mean first of all how i mean okay yeah why is the first question because you know when it comes to like okay i don't want to ever be pregnant so me i I don't need the simulated shit to know that fucking shit hurts Mm -hmm. and shit's gonna tear when it comes out and no thank you but what I want them to feel is what it feels like to have a freaking period every damn month. Yes. And have cramps every fucking month. And the pissed off, like, why we get the way that we get for however long each woman's different. For me, mm-hmm. there's like a good day to two days where I am just angry mm-hmm. at everything. Everything. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I didn't wake up and something happened that made me angry. I'm just fucking yes. angry. And that's it. I'm like some lunatic bitch. My thing lately has been when I'm at my desk at work and if somebody was walking by, I'm just like, why are you walking? Stop. <laughs> yeah. Stop walking right now. I don't care if you do it somewhere that I can't see you. Just I don't just go away. I don't fucking care. Get out of my face. I hate you. Yeah. Well, I'm like that Die. every day. But I was I was out in pretty much uh, in another office uh, for work out. Actually, I was in Michigan and we were on our way to go get Frosties from Wendy's like you would think. That would be a jolly thing. Well, you know, I was <laughs> pissed. And I don't even know why. Fuck you, I was like, Frosties. Fucking Frosties. And, but of course, I ate the thing like I hadn't eaten in three weeks. I devoured Did you the throw fucker. the empty cup like, at somebody. <laughs> All Fuck angry you. up against the window. Whoosh. Yeah, I mean, Fuck. just still. Bullshit. I mean, apparently nothing appeases the angry woman. <laughs> even a chocolate Not Frosty even a from. Yeah, they totally Wendy's. need. Men need to simulate female hormones. Yeah, just yes. hormones. Like, that's all great that they hooked up a machine that gave them, like, a couple of minutes of, like, oh, is this what she goes through? And then they take it off, and life is fucking good. But yet the wife is still sitting there like, you fucking asshole. I could save them the money and the effort of getting the machine hooked up and just kick them in the balls (laughs) every 15 minutes for, like, six hours. There you go. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I would pay to watch that. (laughs) Oh, the balls in the corner just ran outside. Oh. Yeah. They, they're, they're gone. They're gone. They're done. Great job. We just lost our mascots. They just rolled out of here. <laughs> Somehow they opened the screen door and then just bloop, 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 they bloop, bloop. pieced out. Yep. Sorry, I think, balls. I think they were whipping the finger on the way out. <laughs> Which is hard to do. When, it's hard to when do when you don't even have finger. object. And yeah. you don't have fingers. It was all the pubes that just kind of flung ah! together. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, artists out there in mouthy broadcast land! Yes, can you can you give us some fan art? I want to see that. Draw that shit. We are asking a lot of our fan base. Well, they today. don't do shit. They yeah. don't do shit. We've for got us. a listener challenge out there for good beer, and now we're asking for ball pictures. <laughs> do it. I don't Draw- know if I want to see this. <laughs> really? I do. Oh I god! I can't see, wait to judge it. Oh, I want to see angry balls wait. drinking wine. <laughs> drinking wine. Eating chips. Yeah, yes. And whipping a chips. pubic finger. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> should, should we call out a certain comic book artist that we know? No. <laughs> no, we won't do that. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, though, if we did. You know who you are. That's right. <laughs> I was going to get name with two letters of the alphabet, but you just did it. All right. <laughs> it means just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. 
All right. Yeah. My last one. That would be good. Oh, she's got another one. This is my favorite one. Oh, my gosh. This. You went and saved the best for last. Oh, God. You serenade me and I just melt inside. (laughs) I melt inside. God, you're so pretty. (laughs) (laughs) You're so blind. (laughs) That's why I love you. (laughs) All right. McDonald's employee hides marijuana pipe in a McDonald's bag. Legit. Because he doesn't want to get caught with it. Legit. <laughs> and he and, and it so and then another employee picks it up, not knowing that it's there to fill it for a kid's meal, mm. hands it out the window to said family with kid, and kid reaches in for his fun little prize and pulls it's out the McBlunt. marijuana pipe. It's a McBlunt. That's a McBlunt. <laughs> <laughs> or McBowl. <sighs> yeah. So that's so great. I mean, what'd you do? I mean, seriously. All right. You have a daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have a daughter. What would you do if you were on a random day and you go to McDonald's and your daughter pulls out a freaking marijuana pipe? She'd probably smoke. I it. was going to say, she'd probably crack <laughs> yeah. up laughing and be like, sweet. We yeah, already have food said, too. Quit the weed kid. <laughs> yeah. No, um, she wouldn't. That shit just didn't happen when I was in school. I mean, we were really? like, oh yeah, we were hitting up like garbage pail kids. I mean, for God's sake, like that was the thing to well, do. Well, my daughter's in high school, so it's not like she's like running oh, around middle yeah. school or something. Well, still in high school. What was I doing I in high school? I didn't know shit in high school. I mean, I, I'm sure it was around me, but I just didn't. Yeah. I mean, my main goal was class clown, so I didn't give a fuck about anything else. Like all I cared about was making people laugh. That I just it. wanted to go home and watch YouTube videos. That was pretty much my, <laughs> my goal in life. I went so. to school high many, many times. <laughs> many times. Yeah. Oh, my ex-husband did, too. He was. He told me some tales. Because I didn't get, you know, derelict until I was out of high school. <laughs> no, I, I did all my crazy shit before my 20s. <laughs> like, I actually probably drink less now than I used to when I was a teenager. I think I was 19. From 19 to 24 is when I decided. Well, no, that's not true. The first time I got drunk, I was 13. Yeah, Fucking see, screwdrivers. I'm... Yeah. <sighs> Man, they tasted so good. It was easy to They're do. Very you yummy know, cocktail. Because you can just put a little vodka in there and, you know, oh, I'm just drinking a glass of orange juice. Fuck it. <laughs> I was such an asshole that night. <laughs> <laughs> I passed out, thank God. <laughs> thank God. But it's like, but that was what I did in the summer when there was no school. Right. You know, and then school would come and it was like, I just was like normal again and it was like class clown all over again. Well, it's just so funny how, because, you know, you said you went to school high when you were a kid, and so Mm -hmm. did my ex-husband. Like, my ex-husband told me some stories, because he worked at um, Boston Market. Boston Market, (laughs) when he was, and they would, like, escape into the freezer to smoke weed. Wow. (laughs) So, I mean, this is not, I'm sure this is totally common. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Among fast food restaurants with, you know, these little... God, we just go to you get know, fucking crazy because we're hungry. Because you got the munchies, you know. <laughs> you want to go get. Well, some it's burgers. kind of it's kind of uh, symbiotic in a way. Yes. I mean, you know, because you know, for you punk ass kids, you know, we want to get. I mean, I did that. You know, you'd be drunk off your ass and want to go to Taco yeah. Bell at three in the morning or whatever, and you know, you got stoners in there giving the food to you. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, God, you know, where the hell was it? It wasn't that long ago, and I don't know if it was McDonald's, Burger King, who the frick it was, but they decided to fuck with some cops that came through the drive through and put weed in their burgers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, and the cops got high off it. They had to go off duty the rest of the oh, night because they were fucking high. <laughs> it's like a Cheech and Chong movie. <laughs> Sir, you're under arrest for being awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's 
like super bad or something. You know, I can just picture some sort of Judd Apatow crazy uh, teen hijinks comedy. God, see, this is why I don't go to fast food places anymore. I actually I heard either, once really. there was a like a whole operation at some place. You know, again, McDonald's, Burger King, who the fuck even knows? But you had to order something, some crazy special order from the drive-through, and that was like the code oh. for the person who you know give you a bag of something special. That's pretty fucking smart. Yeah. That's the until, kind of happy meal I want. Until somebody ordered it by accident. For real? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, it had to be like no pickles, extra cheese, blah, blah, blah. You know, take out the extra bread out of the Big Mac or something, you know. But that is what they ordered, and that is not what they wanted. <laughs> 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 I was like, well, wow. Sorry. Well, that's just a shame that, like, the person that did order it, not intending to get it, mm-hmm. wasn't pleasantly surprised. Right, I, I think that like, would be me. Yeah. Well, you know, if I, I like know. this in particular, and all of a sudden I got a bag of weed, I'd be like, <laughs> "Well, I haven't done this in years, but light it up." <laughs> like, Must be my an, lucky day. What an unexpected pleasure! <laughs> Thank you for the treat. I'm gonna go back to to Marijuana Town, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dig up that old bowl that we put in the <laughs> attic many years ago. <laughs> oh my god. That would be like heaven cuz I always say, I mean, I haven't smoked weed in years. And like every time we joke about that kind of stuff at work, you know, or it's like, "Oh yeah, sorry, I was smoking the crack this morning. That's why I messed up on that claim or whatever." You know, <laughs> right. we, we always joke about that stuff and then somebody said something to the effect of I can't even remember how it was phrased, but I immediately, like, piped in and was just like, I wish, you know, or something. <laughs> they said something about, oh, yeah, they're smoking weed, you know, and I just said. I've never smoked weed ever in my life, ever. What? Ever. It's it's pretty fucking fun. If you're you know what? Me, because I saw the fuckers around me doing it and how just absolutely ridiculous they got. And I was like, kids note to self, note to self. To me, it's like, it should be what people do instead of drink. Like, that should be the norm as far as, you know, what's a vice that's legal. Right. Rather than, I mean, alcohol should be legal, too, because, I mean, you know, why limit ourselves? But but it's like, that's the kind of, you know, because it's just such a calming, happy... Right, you don't get angry when you... Yeah, you don't get angry, you don't get in a bar fight, you know, after you've... Had a little. You just get a little hungry, huh? Yeah, right. you just get the munchies and want to hug people and listen to fish. And you might start acting <laughs> stupid, but you don't act like drunk people stupid. Exactly, you just like a stupid happy person. Right. Well, you've That's got how you many states into. are legalizing it now? It's coming around. Yeah. yeah. And it's, Finally, I just, it's. You know, and it's not like, I mean, yeah, people become stoners, you know, and I mean, I I guess that's being addicted to it. But yeah, it's but just, it's more of a mental addiction. It's not yeah, like, it's not like your addiction. teeth fall out and you, yes. you know, like you don't need methadone to get off the shit. Exactly. Like, it's just kind yeah, of a harm. I mean, because me, like my ex-boyfriend first got me doing it because he was a big stoner. And I would do it, but I couldn't enjoy it because he was the one that always, like, he had to have all the attention. Like, he would always be, like, playing his guitar in my face and being like, yeah, check out this <laughs> this chord, you know. And I would always just kind of be like, uh, okay, you know. And I couldn't really, like, do what it's for, you know. Yeah. But when it's the best thing, like, then in my later years when I did it when I could enjoy my it. My later years, because she's 85 now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my back, later years. Back in my day. <laughs> we, I, I would... The best thing to do would just be to like smoke a little weird, 
and then, you know, have like a big bowl of chips or something munchy like and just fucking watch Lord of the Rings or just listen <laughs> to like the Beatles or just do something that you mm-hmm. like to do where you don't have to move. And then We're going to get amazing. high and listen to Miles. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Give me some of them Blue Note records. I've been right? rewatching Mad Men all over again. So we just saw that scene recently. Yeah. We're going to get high and listen to Miles. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, that's the kind of thing that I would enjoy it doing. Like, I wouldn't want to do it and, like, go out in public or drive or, no. you know, do anything reckless or stupid. It was just, it would be, like, the best, re- you know, like, somebody says, I just want to have a glass of wine and, you know, watch my, my, my stories. <laughs> watch my stories. It's kind of the same thing, you know? It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you know. You She's just... high now. Exactly. Oh, I'm like, just like. Oh, the oh. balls came back. They came what? back. Hi, balls. Oh, hi, balls. They wanted to smoke weed, I guess. <laughs> Do you forgive us? We're sorry. We sorry. didn't mean to anger Here's you. Here's some chips. Yeah, exactly. We've, there's some Have crumbs left in that chip bag. Go for it. <laughs> we love you, balls. Can't live with you. Can't live without you. Yes, well, yes, Jen can live without yes, you. Yes, we can, but, actually. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just thinks you're a novelty piece. <laughs> you're you know? novelty to me, and that's all. <laughs> just put them but up yeah. on the mantelpiece. Exactly. <laughs> Look, I Decorate them these. like they're Christmas. <laughs> put some glitter on them. Put them on your truck. Ooh! Listener challenge. <laughs> In these drawings, I want to see one decorated for Christmas. <laughs> Christmas balls. Christmas balls. Ball jazzled. <laughs> no, put it on my fucking tree. Ball jazzled. <laughs> Good one. Wow, I love it. Ball jazzled. All right, so we got three listener challenges. Yeah, so step Damn, up to the plate, it. you assholes. Yeah. I need a beer recommendation, folks. I don't like it, so you've got a lot riding on your balls right now. Yep. Well, we've got one. We have the lemon summer shandy or the kugel kegel Well, shandy. I'm not shoving shit up my puss for you, though. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> if I've got to uh, put it in my puss to enjoy it, it ain't happening. Now that's a listener challenge. <laughs> <laughs> listener challenge. You can convert me to being a homo. No, not a homo. A hetero. <laughs> Like, no homo. No, no hetero. I'm a homo. I'm a homo. I need <laughs> listener <laughs> challenge. <laughs> Hashtag no hetero. <laughs> uh, no it. hetero, bro. <sighs> no. All right. Well, this has been fun. <laughs> this has been a fascinating episode. This has been. I can't talk now. Yep. That's 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 how do you words? <laughs> how can I speaking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know talk. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, all right. Well. So, well, to recap, we have listener challenges. We've got like 80 of listener challenges yep. out so, there. So, you know, Pick make one. notes, people that have listened to this. Uh, we've had crazy maggot labor pains. Oh, God. Marijuana McDonald's. Smoking. Yeah, s- stories. We uh, we do a lot of things and we're not embarrassed about it. No. We're going to admit it. Yeah, I, I pretty much admit to anything. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think that's about it. Yeah. And uh, Tom Hiddleston was at Comic-Con in full <laughs> <laughs> I had to sneak that in there again. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. I had to. Because I love you, Tom. She's taking a beer bottle. Where are you going, Mary? God. <laughs> Holy shit. Loki. 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 <laughs> oh, oh, the balls are going, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mayhem. Mayhem. <laughs> They're bouncing. Oh, my Lord. Oh, I didn't realize they were so fleshy. Utter chaos in here. But yeah, good times. So, so yeah, 
we're gonna we're gonna cut out. We're gonna yes. we're gonna go do stuff. Peace out. Yeah, we got stuff to do. We don't. This isn't our life. <laughs> yes, it is. We don't just sit around and talk for your oral oral pleasure. <laughs> oral pleasure. Oral and oral pleasure. <laughs> We got places to be and people to see. And That's goddamn right. How do you think and we come up with these fascinating stories? We live lives! Exactly. Live lives, to the yeah. fullest. So, Somewhat. And you should, too. Live your life to the fullest. But do the listener challenge first. Yes. Yeah, after after you do everything listener that we challenge. ask of you. And go on iTunes and give us a review. Yes, that's another listener challenge. Listener, listener challenge! challenge. Which you fuckers should have done anyway. Free prizes of who the fuck knows where the fuck they're yeah, going to come from. Yeah, free prizes of positive words. We just read them in a sexy voice, and that's their prize. All right. That's true, yeah. yeah. We'll do it with a linen kegel. Bye, uh... <laughs> My weird 101 boys uh, were very, we discussed, um, we did a topic about, you know, whether anal was good and stuff, and that actually came up on the weird 101 show, so. Have you mentioned that on this show yet? I haven't. Your your crossover? Go ahead and plug that. I haven't. Yeah, I kind of forgot to plug my other show, or it's not my show. I'm featured. I'm a featured guest. So go on weird101.com. It's W-Y-R-D-101.com, and. I do. She's awesome. I do the news yes. portion of that program. Awesome. And uh, Nine and the Lunar, good guys, and they're funny, so do that. What was the name of this show? Because he has a lot of shows, right? It's it's just Weird 101. He's okay. actually, it's it's going to be just the one show. What? He's, he's focusing. Get rid of all of them? Yeah, he's uh, focusing. He's, he's I like the one and... that we were on, the gin and corn chips. Yeah, thing. that was that was a good episode. That but, was good. Good times. And that was basically like what we did for the past 25 minutes, the yeah. weird news sort of thing. Exactly. So. Just talk about But the... you guys are doing that on mm-hmm. the, the Weird 101. Yeah, so. it's more, well, they talk about like the, the actual serious news. Mm-hmm. And I just sort of Make nod my weird. head and because and I try not to pay attention to real news because it's depressing. <laughs> and I just, you know, <laughs> I want to know what the Kardashians are doing. I mean, if I had to pick, like, do you want to know what the Kardashians are doing or what's who got all the killed today? Awful failings again. of our government and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to pick the Kardashians just because it's easier. But uh, anyway, yeah, so they do that stuff and I chip in every now and then, but I mostly just cover the pop culture stuff because. That's my forte. Do you talk about Loki a lot on that one also? Um, I try not to, but if it comes up, I ain't going to shy away from it. <laughs> it's not just Loki, Jenny. <laughs> it is Thomas William Hiddleston, who just happens to portray okay. Loki. Okay. And Loki is a very, very awesome character. And he did such a good job. And that's why I was so... <laughs> I was so... I mean, shut up. He has a penis. Some people enjoy well, people with penises. Tuck it and put a wig on, friend, and you're my friend, too. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I just saw we do have another review. I've, what? It's been sitting there for probably a month and a half. Oh, I it's a text noticed. that you don't return. I see. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, we, when... just re- we just got this. <laughs> iTunes review. I'm, so, I'm sorry. so sorry. Just got this. Yeah. Totally just, just got, got it. it. No, but when somebody posts to iTunes, we don't get any kind of notification that you've posted a review or something. So if you want us to read your review... Send us a Twitter message or Facebook yeah. message or something and say, hey, we communicate with us, assholes. Let yes. us know when you've completed your listener challenge. Yes. Exactly. I just want to report. say that one more time. Report. Okay. okay. Read this. Is it a good one? Did you it's pre-read good. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. What's Better Than Hilarious by Mark Galloway. Oh. Mouthy broadcast is better. Don't let the fact that it's a gaggle of women stop you from listening to this podcast. Uh, Yeah. They don't just talk about girl stuff. Nothing is held back. Nothing. Yes, that's awesome. (laughs) Even when sometimes it should be. (laughs) (laughs) Touche, bro. But at the end of the day, who cares? Funny is funny, and these ladies rock. A must listen if you like comedy. High five. High five. Oh, yeah. High five. Way to go. Oh, (laughs) my earphone cord. Oh, ah.
spleen. Derp. <laughs> I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> oh my god, you stepped in a ball. Oh, oh no! I wondered what that squish was. That's gonna Squashed stain. a ball. <laughs> god, now we only have two. I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, he's sorry. oh he's fine. He's fine. He's oh, good. oh, oh. So here, I'll just wipe that back on you. And whipping you another pubic finger as we speak. Oh, buddy, I didn't mean to. God, you're so you tiny. Be careful, and... they're very delicate. They are. I thought sorry. you would know this coming from your hetero decisions. Well, I'm not used to them rolling around on the floor. <laughs> They're normally attached to a long thing that likes to <laughs> go in Wait, my long vagina. Thing, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if it ain't long, it ain't getting in me. Yeah, that, that Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well. <laughs> anyway. Okay, we were trying to wrap this up. Yes. <laughs> thank up. you for that awesome review. We appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. We love you. We won't let you down. <laughs> we'll keep it up for you because you're right. Funny is funny. Whether said. we're goyles or not. <laughs> we're not just bitches talking about bitchy things. That's, That's right. <laughs> we're here for you. <laughs> Live long and prosper. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. But anyway, yeah, so um, give us reviews on iTunes and um, go on the Twitter and follow us. We're the, Twitter. the Twitter. The Twitter. And the, the Facebook. <laughs> and the Stitcher Radio. Yes. If you don't want to deal with the iTunes, but we would appreciate it if you'd write a review. But if you don't yeah. want to and you're a dick, then go on Stitcher. <laughs> <laughs> Listener challenge! <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, of course, the most important, mouthybroadcast.com. And yeah. if you want to give us money, there's a donate yes, button. Yes, please can give click. us money. We and can't do this without alcohol, all right? And yeah, just. exactly. And and mic stands, which I forgot to bring today. Mm-hmm. I know. We're holding this shit old school mm-hmm. style. Yeah. I want to drop the microphone so bad and you walk can, away. You can do it. All right, I'm going to do it right now. Ready? Just do it on the couch. All right, ready? Peace out. Bye, Bye That was great. I stuck it, and I'll stick it again. Oh, wow. Hey. It's a big <laughs> globule of syrup on it. I put stuff in there, and it, it's just jam-packed. I mean, sometimes it's like playing Tetris. It's like you got to turn shit this way. 